Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unauthorized Cinnamon, a Deadwood podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Herman. I'm Harry J. Perales, the other. Uh, today, we're looking at episode five of season one, The Trial of Jack McCall. And this is our first episode post Wild Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got this, but um, I, I could tell like from the first, like, well, not the first shot, because the first shot is Wild Bill's face. Yeah, covered you in see, flies, and yeah, his and mustache is darker. And, and the exit wound is yeah. front and center, mm-hmm. you know. And with the flies on it, it's, it denotes like the decay. And this part of American history is uh, disintegrating, Yeah, for lack of a better word. And But what I was getting at is the first scene, it is packed full of people. They're fitting as many people into the frame as they can. And that's, that's, I think for this episode, there's a lot going on, but the biggest thing is going to be the camp as a body and as its own right. organism. The, the emphasis is on the camp itself mm-hmm. rather than any individual person. Right. And as we open up, um, there's two line, gigantic lines of people, uh, people paying respects to Bill and then also lining up to be a juror mm-hmm. or to be selected for the jury. And all the while, the guy's uh, screaming about the... Uh, <laughs> the asshole. Yeah. He, he exists in my notes just as the asshole. Yeah, the just, asshole. Now, I'm just thinking that now that you said it, but you, that also shows, you know, with the, with the um, jury selection, there's the secular or the profane, mm-hmm. and then the ritual aspect. There's a double reverence for the dead, specifically. Like, you know, they're paying respects to Bill, and then also, like, paying respects to his, you know justice yes that is a different like that that is true there's two separate Mm -hmm. um ways of uh remembering someone Mm -hmm. or mourning or you said it better so uh but what i'm getting at is as far as civic functions there's the ritual and then there's the uh active or utilitarian but anyway (laughs) i really (laughs) You know, I know what you mean, though. Hang in, folks. Yeah. I got my monster open. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's what I'm not a man that lives with too much um, shame. I, I, I don't. And by that I mean, you know, it's like, oh, what's your guilty pleasure? Like, I don't really have, like if I like something, I like it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Monster, I like. I'm deeply ashamed <laughs> that I require this. Like, and it's kind of like you know. Yeah, who's on that can? It's it's like Battlefield. Uh, some. Xbox game. It's a video game of some sort. <laughs> Battlefield One. What is that? Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us really play video games. No. <laughs> Except for like original Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call those emulators? Yeah. With that <laughs> raspberry anyway. thing. Anyway, uh, so from Bill's face moves about bustling king. So and also all the mourners are shooing the flies off. Yeah, of yeah. Bill's body as mm-hmm. they pass, which. Uh, reinforces another big theme of uh, everyone stepping up to do their part. Yeah. Um, uh, we see Merrick, he's kind of uh, leading the jury selection and officers of the court selection. Mm-hmm. He, he says, I have no say in either outcome, so please don't try to bribe me. <laughs> <laughs> Which has to be, you know, wrote yeah. in those times, as it is like everywhere. Like, yeah. it's not that odd. Um, 
But yeah. yeah. It's not that surprising that you would have to have that disclaimer or have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we look up and Cy and Al are up on the balcony of the mm-hmm. gem outside of Al's office. Mm-hmm. And this goes into, it's not the first time we've seen it, but this is a very like in your face instance of the um, leaders of the town being up above the mm-hmm. rabble yeah, or what have you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's a great exchange between the two of them where uh, they're looking at Merrick and he's like, yeah, that newspaper man, he's okay. <laughs> and uh, I think Sai asks, how long you think he'll stay involved? And Al says, till them shysters take over. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, okay, I don't think we need to illuminate the point on uh, American criminal justice. <laughs> <laughs> Like fucking Statler and Waldorf up there. <laughs> Could you imagine if they both ran a brothel? <laughs> like that's their backstory. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they got their millions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but from there we see we see uh, Al looks over to Alma pacing impatiently and looking out her window, which is something that the show uses a lot of the characters seeing each other across the thoroughfare and all that. Uh, we go into Alma's room and she's very agitated that Jane is gone. Yeah. And she's like, you know, there's a child to consider here. Like, I, I remember this is, this is why I didn't like Alma to begin with. Cause I forgot. I was like, why? And then, um, I don't know something about that kind of, it's like, come, come on. Like, mm-hmm. she's, she's just sitting there. She's a little kid. Just, you know, that's true. But like <laughs> b- before I, before my niece came around, I, I very much, can identify with a sort mm-hmm. of like look, someone's got to take care of this. <laughs> look, I'm, this isn't mine. <laughs> this is not. This is not my child. <laughs> this, exactly. Like I cannot. I, I think she's she's just not in for that sort of thing at all. Yeah. And I I get that. And also she's you know trying to kick her laudanum habit. Yeah. Which is gonna make her indisposed. Mm-hmm. See, Doc. Uh, he kind of offers hers. Like I, I don't see your laudanum bottle. Yeah, uh, he's he was checking up on her or, or uh, Sophia or the uh, girl. Yeah, uh, Sophia is her name, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It hasn't been revealed yet, yeah. but like a couple times, I've been like Sophia, um, uh, the little girl. <laughs> yeah, Sophia, that's her name. The spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna be so mad. <gasps> Beatrix Kiddo. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I'll beep it out. Yeah. Beep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, although with this show, like that's as big as spoilers kind of get. Yeah, <laughs> than, like, not, yeah. Wild Bill dying. Um, uh, he offers to replace it, and she's like, "No, not anymore." And, and he's he's pushing her to get out of town. He's like, "Have you? Uh, yeah. Oh, so you're gonna make your? Oh, oh, yeah. You have made your arrangements. Oh, well, after you do this, you can make your arrangements. You can get. Yeah, fucking leave." Here, just get on Trivago. Like, yeah. <laughs> like opens it up for her. Like, you just hop on here. Like, dude, they got great rates. It's off yeah. season. <laughs> like, uh, he's very much like, oh yeah, get Bullock to sign the thing, and then he can take care of it, and you can yeah. go home. Yeah, <laughs> as we're everyone has been trying yeah. to tell you. Um, but yeah, so we go back into the thoroughfare and this is where we see the asshole trying to sell tufts of hair from the, the scalped Indian which you see it and there's like way more hair than yeah. the, the hairiest <laughs> man you've ever seen it's like uh, uh, so Seth is is mad yeah. because 
Also, he's going to be steaming this whole. Yeah. Even for Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Seth at <laughs> <it> his steamiest. <laughs> well, that's when he had his shirt off <laughs> when he was building. That's, well, maybe that was me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's. He's upset because he's feeling the pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, also, you know, while Bill died, and that was a father figure. Right. Um, but as we'll get to later, he's feeling pressure to do certain things. Yeah. Uh, he yells at the guy saying, like, you know, beat it. Don't sell that around here. He goes, I got as much, you know, there ain't no law against me being it's selling this here. And he's like, there's no law against me. That's <laughs> in your fucking face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And at he- at I thought it was going towards like this is Seth stepping up and he's like mm-hmm. I'm imposing law whether you like it or not but he just is like, like you fuck I'm gonna fuck you up <laughs> you're right there is no law yeah. <laughs> so uh, but I'm madder than you right now <laughs> while he is mad he goes over to Tom Nuttall <laughs> uh, and he says like you know you're putting him out here in the street like a circus actor yeah. or whatever and tom is just like the heartbroken like, yeah he's like no i'm not making any money off of this i just had him out and people wanted to come by and yeah. they were you know they knocked over the a, tent and yeah so i just put it out here and like look, like i'm just trying you know tom's a he's a good guy mm-hmm. uh so we go into al's office um they they decide like let's have the trial at in my place al is like look we'll just do it here i don't yeah. i don't mind <laughs> there's also um another instance where al references custer yeah <laughs> yeah like that's his go-to like uh you know that i may have fucked up but at least i'm not custer <laughs> <laughs> that dead asshole <laughs> uh but yeah and like one thing i notice is he side does this thing where he's like well, that happened in my place, but you being senior in the community, it didn't feel right. And I'm yeah. like, you're not very good at lying. Yeah. Like, he's not good at like <laughs> flattery or anything like that. Uh, he's, I don't, we're going to talk about Sai a lot. He's not very um, good. No, <laughs> it's not a good dude. He's good at like exactly one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we get down to Al goes into this thing about like, this, I love this, this, mm-hmm. uh, little rant of his about why it's a bad idea to hold mm-hmm. the um, trial because they're saying like if we set up like a system of law in here then and we're not part of the US and uh, they're gonna think like oh you guys have your own little thing going here well where's your cocksuckers flag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's your fucking navy or the like <laughs> which is a really good point and that's a big point of like contention uh, through this season mm-hmm. and a lot of the second season where it's like we have to be very careful about how we get incorporated and yeah. when we get, in, you know, all that. Uh, so they, they go out and they're kind of looking at, you know, they're, they're just going over how like complex it is to run a business. And I think it's at this point where he talks about the craps tables, not picking up and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Al's like, uh, what they're just talking about new ideas and it takes a hoople heads time to, uh, to adjust when, what does he say after that? That's about like, say, a, yeah. Can, I really wish we could just take him out and kill him. <laughs> I wish we could just hit him over the head, yeah. and rob him, and throw their bodies in the fucking creek. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, but that would be wrong. <laughs> and that's again where it's like yeah. Al says it offhandedly, and it's yeah. like, oh, I just wish we could rob him and yeah. dump him. And 
size like that would be wrong Whoa. and it's like i was like i wasn't really saying we should yeah <laughs> like, it was more just expressing frustration anyway now doc uh meets up with bullock who is still mad <laughs> uh and doc's like hey have you signed that proxy got alma to sign that proxy uh and he's like no not yet <laughs> he's like maybe you can hurry up and do that so she can go ahead and get out of town so we're all very concerned that she leaves yeah. town <laughs> so she doesn't die. And he's mad. He's like, yeah. anything else on your list I'm behind on? <laughs> I love that Doc just looks at him like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, he's like, all right, okay, bye. <laughs> Alma's back, you know, pacing again. She asks EB, like, isn't there anyone that can look after the, the girl? And EB kind of suggests, like, well, you know, there's this, um, there's a whore at the, the, the gimp. I, mm-hmm. I hate to you, but that's... That's what they call yes. her in the show, so... Uh, he's like, you know, maybe she'll... She sweeps up at the gem. Maybe mm-hmm. she can... <laughs> Do you have that line written by <laughs> EB? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what, Al makes a morning uh, thing of mocking her? <laughs> he, he's, he says that, like... Al, the only thing Al might object to is yeah. like an, an, an interruption in his ritual. Yeah. He likes to berate the gift yeah. mornings. <laughs> What's funny is the scene later, which we'll bring up later, where <laughs> everything falls into line, <laughs> as EB said it would when uh, the gimps brought up as uh, Sophia's caretaker. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that, like, uh, Al's morning berating of the gimp is mm-hmm. like his Tai Chi that he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his morning yoga. <laughs> Uh, they start to walk out of the room, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he asks if she's doing okay. And he he's slowly trying to work around to asking about the claim. And he sees Seth coming in. Uh-huh. And, he's, and you can see him, like, see Seth and, like, <laughs> then, like, pick up his pace with, like, uh, which uh, brings breakfast. me around to the point of uh, <laughs> maybe you get off on your clip. But, like, mm-hmm. she sees Seth and yeah. uh, EB's a million miles away at that point. I also love that line he says about uh, when she. He's like, I wish to see you extricated from all these complications and difficulties as well. <laughs> you know what he means? Like, I wish you were fucking dead. <laughs> like, he means it in the broader sense. And I think she says something like, well, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> if she were Southern, she would say, oh, well, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time Seth and Alma meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, uh, oh, I saw you and... Mr. Hickok support each other in a gunfight or something like that. Now, Seth, as we've discussed, is very mad. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> mad. And you see him hold back. Like He doesn't like when people bring up him and Wild Bill shooting Ned Mason. Yeah. But you can see him, like, set his jaw. He's, like, not going to yell. It's like, yeah. no, she's pretty hot. I'm not going to yell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're back at the Belly Union. Cy asked Joni how Andy's doing. And Andy's still sick. Uh, this is another uh, size a real asshole. <laughs> a, a monster, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he tells Bart to take Andy out and burn the blanket. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he says to burn the blanket, did you just think, like, take the blanket and throw it in a fire? <laughs> or do you think he meant set it on fire with him on it? That's. I was reading some recaps and people were like, taking it as writ that like I think they had a parenthetical like yeah meaning with Andy on top of it and I was like, <gasps> like I've watched this episode like 
thrice in the last couple months now, and uh-huh. I never considered that. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Uh, that makes a little bit more sense. But that seems totally in line with Sai's character. And <laughs> the way everyone's reacting. I mean, I thought it was bad enough that he just dumped his friend out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Bart's like... <laughs> it's a really good scene mm-hmm. uh, between Bart and Sai. The way Bart's like... Do I have to do this? He's like, oh, you want me to go get somebody else? (laughs) Yeah. Get somebody else. Uh, And then, thanks, Bart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the way he says, like, his chances improve outdoors. The bracing air. (laughs) Oh, God. Joni's sad. Joni's sad about that. Uh, She likes Andy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she says. Yeah. So we go back to the gym. Uh, Dane is setting up. For the for the trial, mm-hmm. and Al's mad about him moving things around. He's like, "Don't you want the jury to sit together?" And he's like, "I don't want anything done that can't be undone in five minutes." <laughs> this is this is very much. This feels like a place that you know I've worked. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With the boss employee relationship, like, what do you do? Like, don't make this a big thing. Like, God, <laughs> he yells at the horse. Go on, get fucking, get fucking. <laughs> E.B. comes in, tells Al that uh, I'm a, Alma signed Bullock's, uh, Bullock as a proxy and that she's getting off the laudanum. Mm-hmm. So this is bad for them because, number one, now it's a lot harder to push her over. Mm-hmm. She's got someone as a proxy and she's getting off the dope, so she's going to be harder to manipulate and he, and uh, Eb's also inquiring about and this is like what I was saying earlier. He's inquiring about uh, you know the gimp June mm-hmm. to uh, take care of her, and we see we see Al. <laughs> what does he say? Mop up where I can't see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's on the stairs, and then like Eb asks about uh, June, and he's like, No, no, she can't go. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of wonder why not. I guess because he needs her to clean. Yeah, I don't know. Into bright mornings. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah. Also, the reason, <laughs> one of the reasons they need someone is EB says Hickox half woman, woman friend. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down. Half woman friend is off somewhere on a tear. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then EB uh, realizes he goes, "I thought you'd say no," <laughs> uh, and then I would suggest Trixie, and then Trixie could bring her some uh, dope and get her loosened up and. Get her to sell. Mm-hmm. And Al's <laughs> on board with that idea. Yeah. Uh, we get some further comedy hijinks from Johnny Burns. <laughs> he <laughs> knocks off a bottle and it breaks. <laughs> Al just does it, stops and doesn't look over. <laughs> I think EB says, oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like walks out. Uh, um, I like the little shot of them throwing that cloth over that Lincoln portrait. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> like they're setting up the chairs. Like, oops. Don't look at this on the tape. When we're back to the hardware store, mm-hmm. uh, the Reverend is asking Seth if he will like stand for Mr. Hickok. And he's yeah. like, what? What do you need? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, Tom not all paid for the coffin, but I need to know, like, first of all, like, Saul knows more about Christian funerals <laughs> than Seth does. Uh, uh, because he, uh, the the reverend says, I was suggesting how firm a foundation. And Seth's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and Saul's like, for the hymn. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> is still mad and he doesn't care. He's never and, really liked the, 
Yeah. yeah, and he's also he's also in a situation where he has to like <laughs> he has to take care of like he's upset that he has to stand up and take care of Bill's affairs now. Where like he has to look after the widow, he has to figure out what him to put. You yeah, know, and he and he's already upset about the loss of Bill as well. And mm-hmm. there's everybody who can speak for Bill has has left town basically, mm-hmm. and so now he's he's already got enough stress with you know being himself and uh, having to. Uh, make all these decisions that he doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, he did get out of being a sheriff and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to come over here to, and he's getting forced into all these different, mm-hmm. uh, responsibilities. Yeah. So he's met and Reverend starts to quote him first Corinthians 12, which is hugely important to the show. Mm-hmm. And when we get to uh, wild Bill's funeral. We can talk some more, but if the, I say I am not the head, therefore I'm not the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Uh, the whole body needs every part of it. Mm-hmm. It's very important, but <clears throat> Seth gets super mad, so he <laughs> he he mad walks yeah. to uh, where Jack is being held. It's a great shot of Wu just being like, I yeah. didn't see anything. <laughs> Wu is already. <laughs> like, we've seen like maybe two shots of Wu, maybe mm-hmm. two or three. He's already just been like the best yeah. <laughs> because he's rolls his eyes at EB. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like Seth walks by and he's just like, <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> my name's Paul. This is between yeah. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Seth goes in, just grabs Jack mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, says he wants to strangle him. <laughs> he goes like, you drew by cocksucker. Yeah. Then Jack's like, I was born droop eyed, all right. <laughs> but uh, what really sets Seth off is uh, Jack says, You think they know me in New York City by now? Yeah. And that ties into that kind of cliche of the Old West on how, like, you know, <laughs> the yeah. only way to become famous is to kill, like, a famous, you know, gunfighter. Yeah. Or it's... to kill somebody who is famous for killing people. Right. To show that you're, like, uh, more dangerous or mm-hmm. a better gunfighter or, right you know something like that which is a big we, we talked last week or the week before about no it was last week we talked yeah. about the assassination of jesse james which is another huge um point of that is just gaining notoriety mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> but uh that sets him off, and he really grabs him and starts to strangle him. And Jack asks him what's he, what he's crying for, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of insinuates, you know, was Billy? Oh, were you his sweetheart? And mm-hmm. he gets very graphic. Yeah, that's sort of like <laughs> Wild West way where you're like, oh boy, yeah. you really went there. But then Jack's lawyer shows up, <laughs> who's the Mad like, Hatter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's he's kind of a unsung hero, I guess. <laughs> he's like, in a Damn, sense, yeah. This guy's like doing his job. Yeah. I mean, you could be very cynical about the profession of defense lawyers, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he he introduces the idea to Jack. It's like maybe you've got a brother that he killed mm-hmm. in Abilene. <laughs> he goes uh, like, Does James Butler Hickok ever? <laughs> James Butler, who's who's that? (laughs) James Butler, he's like Wild Bill. (laughs) He's very patient with Jack. Yeah, yeah. That, Uh, but yeah, that's when we get the idea that we're going to look into a revenge defense. Mm -hmm. Um, So the next scene, Bart's dumping Andy off in the woods, 
is when Bart is like trying to absolve himself of all guilt mm-hmm. and like making this brave stand of like, I'm not burning the fucking blanket. Yeah. Fuck Zai. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, way to go. You're a yeah. hero. <laughs> uh, he just keeps repeating like, this is not my fault. This is not my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. uh, and you can, you know, tell the guilt and that's another kind of theme of this episode is like feeling that guilt and trying to shake it. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then one character gets to shake guilt, not trying too hard. Uh, so Al shows up to Trixie's room in the next scene. He, uh, is going to tell her to go look after her. Sophia. She's looking out the window and you already tell like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he asked her, is like, what do you look at out there? And she says, whatever I can see. Yeah. So, oh, this isn't a very fun life. No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is a really good dynamic for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Trixie and Al, because Al is as tough as he can be with Trixie, but she's still like, you can tell like, I've been here before. I, I don't, <laughs> you don't bother me. Yeah. Uh, I really like the line. I didn't know she was caring for that child now because does it change what fucking dress you wear? <laughs> you can t- <laughs> and her reaction is just like, Rolling her eyes. Like, yeah. Oh, shut up, <laughs> Al. Uh, all right, so we go back to the Bell Union, and Doc is talking to Sai. More awful sinus. Yeah. Uh, Doc says, like, was roommate, I don't see a guard by the door. And he said, yeah, roommate left. And he's born by angels. <laughs> uh, Doc is very upset about keeping it hush hush like he's accommodating i'll give him that right yeah but he's like look i need to get vaccine (laughs) like and he's still very like for whatever disease he didn't have Mm -hmm. (laughs) i need to get a uh a vaccine for which you have to stop a plague which you may or may not know happen you know yeah uh so and he's asking Sai, like, you know, are you going to get the vaccine? And he's like, well, if I do, you'll be the first to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he just snaps at him and lets him know that, like, <laughs> if what happens, if what doesn't, if what's not, you know, whatever happens, I'm going to make sure to let everybody know that mm-hmm. you fucking did it, that yeah. you were the cause of it. Yeah. And I, that's my favorite doc is like the righteous, angry doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. But then. Sai's like, oh, fine, I'll yeah. send someone again. <laughs> he entices Such, poor Joey. He entices Will Forte. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> with the, with promises of Nebraska pussy. Nebraska pussy. <laughs> Eddie still marks the anniversary. Of the <laughs> Nebraska pussy. Nebraska. <laughs> that is so hilarious. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'm glad you said that guy looked like Will Forte too. Cause yeah. I was like, I mean, it clearly isn't. But then I was like, wait, this is 2000. Yeah, fl- no, it couldn't. It's be. Will Forte. Is it really? It is Will Forte. <laughs> Look it up. I thought that that guy looks exactly like Will Forte, but his like his hair is so much different. Well, could uh, be a wig. I don't see him. Not on IMDb. Huh? Could have sworn that was Will Forte. I can oh my god, it is a doppelganger. <laughs> it's like is I just found is there a Wolf Forte doppelganger on Deadwood? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I could have sworn it was Wolf Forte. Everett Wallen. Huh. I was afraid that like 
you know, you just like, oh, do you think he looks like blah blah blah? They're yeah. like, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, this yeah. is even better. Right? Let's like, still you call thought him, it really was. Yeah, let's still call him Will Forte. Yeah, so Will Forte <laughs> runs off to. <laughs> He runs. You just you just point me in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, Joey is a very small part, but he's he's a real piece of work. Yeah. This guy. Okay, so we're back in Al's room, and Johnny's brought in the chief's head, <laughs> which becomes a recurring character of some import. Uh, yeah, he, Johnny's like, "What you want me to do with this?" He's like, "This is the first one." <laughs> <laughs> After I found, I would pay fifty dollars a head for any, you know, yeah. any even head. This is the first one. Hide it. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, no, he wants him to keep it." Or he wants he's him like, to keep you it. You want me to get rid of it? And he's like, uh, "You get rid of that head. You better know of another place with a position open for an idiot." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, like, I, I, I don't. I didn't completely understand Al's point because <laughs> yeah. I was like, so you do want to, I guess he wants it like display. <laughs> Johnny's like, I guess it does my good conversation piece. <laughs> now we, we get to the grand central and EB scrubbing the blood out of the floor. Uh-huh. And we get an EB <laughs> soliloquy. We get EB at his most Gollum, <laughs> his <laughs> most Schmeagle esque. <laughs> I hadn't made that connection yet. What's even greater is that he's scrubbing from one side and then he hops over to the other side like he's like Schmeagle and Gollum speaking <laughs> to each other. It's like, Trixie Fess! I'm going to take the precious. <laughs> EB was left out. <laughs> We're going to keep doing this. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, now, here's the point. A lot of the recaps I read were like, oh, this shows more depth to Evie's character, and he's not just some pushover. But, you know, I'm less inclined to give EB any depth. Like, no. to me, this is like, EB can't just, like, be mad at someone mm-hmm. for a second and be like, man, Al, you, you know, you really frustrate me sometimes. He's like... Mm-hmm. This is a conspiracy against EB by this, <laughs> by this f- foolish Al. You know, <laughs> and he goes, "Why should I toss EB a token parcel, like, <laughs> or lay by a piece of security and source of continuing income in his declining years?" <laughs> this, what's he ever done for me except let me terrify him every day of his life? <laughs> Till the idea of bowel regularity is a full-on fucking hope. <laughs> that is grade A yeah. dialogue. But this is the sort of thing where EB can't just, just and be it, mad at someone. And he's also bringing up the point where he's like, he's like, every time Al wants somebody killed, I have to scrub a blood stain off my floor. Yeah. And so it's just showing that like he knows he's he knows he's a loser. He knows he's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. He's at the bottom of the totem pole, and so. He has to lash out any way he can, and he lashes out just like when Al's not around. Yeah, this is this is him lashing out at uh, somebody who he physically cannot match. Yeah, anytime you he actually is in front of him, he's gonna be licking his boots. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, there was an interest. There was a cool story uh, I'd mentioned before that on. Uh, the hit fix, you know, what's Alan watching on these recaps? Mm-hmm. Jim Beaver, who plays Ellsworth, will every once in a while comment. He had a story for this. A lot of times Milch will like 
do the opposite of what you expect of an actor struggling. And he says that's apparently what he did when it became clear that Billy Sanderson struggled occasionally with Farnham's monologues. The monologues just got longer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think David, beneath his artistic devotion to duty, enjoys toying with actors, tweaking their sensibilities and sensitivities. Billy Sanderson, a terrifically talented guy, is the most nervous actor I've ever encountered. (laughs) Most nervous actor I've ever encountered. Constantly sure he's about to be fired. In parentheses, something that has never happened to him. (laughs) Uh, And I think David gave him plenty to worry about, even when there was nothing for him to actually worry about. (laughs) So that's... And I'd heard that before. I think in like the commentaries, David Milch makes a comment of like, William Sanderson's just always afraid he's going to get fired. He's, like, he's <laughs> never in danger of being fired, but like <laughs> constantly certain that this is his last day. Uh, and I've been there before. Uh, all right. Now we get to the gem as a courtroom. <laughs> the, the judge brings the court to order. <laughs> Goes goes over rules of the court. Yeah, no nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> that was hey. Yeah. It's like rule number two. Just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the prosecution opens up with like <laughs> he's just berating Jack at every turn in Jack's face. Like, oh come on, man. It's like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the killer was a coward. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> we get to Jack. Uncalled for. Yeah. And he also opens up like, ladies and gentlemen, we are many of us miners, but what we are mining for here today is not gold. <laughs> and it's that kind of like, uh, uh, Webster's Dictionary defines <laughs> justice as <laughs> like, recipes for a courtroom yeah take one part justice <laughs> a sprinkling of jurors you know and al does a thing with like you know you hear it all fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can hear it and looks at him again in statler and waldorf phase but now dan is uh we see that the guy who wanted wild bill to be gut shot and die slow is on the jury mm-hmm. uh so is ellsworth uh, Al tells Dan, he's like, I want to speak to that judge because Al's like, we need to be sure that, that nothing happens here. Yeah. So Dan just like goes down and whispers to the judge, <laughs> which is remarkable. <laughs> the judge calls a break for nature, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to start using that. Yeah. Like, excuse me, I have to take a break for nature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then this, there's like asshole number two, I guess we'll call him. Where it's like, the bullet that killed Wild Bills lodged in my wrist. Mm-hmm. Like, can I testify? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we know he got shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he's been shot is not coming to question. And, but he basically admits, like, look, I want it on record that I was, I got the bullet in my wrist. I want fame from this, you know. Yeah. If I got this bullet in my wrist, I also want the notoriety. Yeah, and I think he, like, bribes him for, like, $20 <laughs> to be able to testify. <laughs> or he to sell a story, or he... It says he'll sell a story for like, what, like 50 bucks? Or it was some, I heard like some background chatter. He's like, I'll sell my story for like 50 bucks or oh something. Oh my God. I, I didn't could be catch wrong. catch that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it. But, um, yeah, so they break for nature. Trixie shows up to Alma's room and she kind of looks around 
Like she's looking past Alma. Yeah. I don't know what you got of it. I didn't know if she was like casing the place. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what's going on? Or if she was just like, wow, look at this room. Because it's probably really nice. Yeah. Compared to what she's used to. Yeah. I'd, anyway. pro- I'd probably talk about that. Uh, but Alma tells Trixie that uh, Sophia doesn't speak any English. And I notice it. Trixie like handles it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of times where like people be like, "Do you know <laughs> when it like <laughs> when the parade is starting?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's like she doesn't it, being loud and slow doesn't help anything. Isn't there also like a, a moment where like Alma's like pacing the room and Sophia's just like staring at her from the floor and I was like, <laughs> <"Nuh."> <laughs> 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 as soon as Trixie shows up. Just does not know what to do with a fucking child. <laughs> but so, but yeah, Trixie's just like points to herself and says, "Trixie, Trixie." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's exactly what you, what you do. Uh, we go back to Al's office where he's going to speak with the judge. <laughs> he's got that great fucking line. Great scene. He's <laughs> like, "Want a blowjob?" He's like, "No, I wasn't offering it myself. <laughs> not for it personally." Yeah. <laughs> There's Al just does like this great. Whereas Sai would like, I think if Sai were to say these lines, he would he would be like, I had these visions, Judge, judge yeah. vipers uh, swirling I around. I don't know about you, but I don't like vipers myself. <laughs> but Al's, Al doesn't make any pretense that like, you see what I'm saying, Judge? Yeah. I had a vision. It had happened. My second of the day. First come when I was watching you and them lawyers online this morning. They began to slither in my sight like vipers. So as not to puke, I had to close my eyes. The vision went on. It got worse. I saw the vipers in the big nest in Washington. They were taking us in the camp for acting like we could set our own laws up, our organizations. And then I saw the big vipers decide to strangle and swallow us up and every fucking thing we gained here. It was horrible. How could we fucking avoid it? How could we let the vipers in the big nest know that we didn't want to cause any fucking trouble? And that's when you had your second vision. Yeah, the cutthroats and the pigs, but who wants all that blood spilled, Judge, huh? Isn't there a simpler way of not pissing off the big vipers? Basically saying what he was saying to Sai, like, look, we're going to get all of our land taken away and all mm-hmm. of this, like, uh, gold that we've mined, uh... If if we piss off the wrong people, piss off the big vipers in Washington. Yeah, and and he's like, uh, look, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and then we we go back to the hardware store, and again, just like I was saying the other the other episode, Saul is like, proceeds to say exactly what uh, Al was saying, mm-hmm. but like very briefly and offhandedly, like. Yeah. Uh, should have taken her to the territory, trying to open up a can of worms. <laughs> like yeah. that—that's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're back in the courthouse. Uh, Dan points out to Al the dude that said like how bad Wild Bill needed to die. Yeah, and Al's I hope he's got a forceful personality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the judge sits down and he starts to have this speech about how like now let's all bear in mind there's no law here and uh if there really was this brother in abilene that was killed as we as jack says there was you know by custom we have to abide by that and we see like merrick 
is like listening. He like reacts like, what? <laughs> he can see, start to see what's going down. Uh, Ellsworth gives Dan a little like, yeah, wink and a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, we're on, we're on board. Uh, so, yeah, they're all good. And we didn't go over that. Like, uh, Jack basically said, like, yeah, I got a brother. He killed Nabilly. Yeah. <laughs> Where, <laughs> when did he kill your brother? In Abilene. <laughs> Kansas. In Abilene. <laughs> yeah. It, like, he doesn't stand up under cross-examination no. at all. <laughs> but, like, I realized, like, back then, like, you could get away with that so easily. He's like, were you there when it happened? Like, no, but it, uh, it did it. No. It happened. <laughs> What was your brother's name? Uh, Bill? <laughs> McCall? <laughs> like, uh, Wild Bill McCall? <laughs> oh, oh, what a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we get maybe the line of the the line of the episode where uh, the judge says the jury will now retire to the, the whore's, whore's rooms. rooms. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right, now we're back out in the woods, and Jane comes across Andy, and mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jane is still on uh, this drunk um, bender. Yeah, she's on a complete bender because why Bill's died. Andy is delusional and dying, and just repeating, "I apologize." I apologize. Would I? <laughs> There's I've used that a lot. I do like, too. <laughs> uh. She's like, you ain't got to apologize to me, mister. I hardly know you. (laughs) (laughs) She, you know, starts to take care of, and she's like, going to get him some water. And this is the beginning of her taking care of people with smallpox. (laughs) Yeah. Because I apologize. (laughs) Shut the fuck up! (laughs) Uh, There's a brief thing about Trixie and Alma bonding over quitting dope. Yeah. Uh, Trixie kind of tells her what she went through and like, look, it gets really fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then just one day it won't be. Uh, so she gives her a little bit of hope and Trixie's going to, she's not going to give her the, the dope. No. Uh, she's going to help her kick her dependency. Back at the Bell Union, Eddie asks I like, hey, uh, what did you send Joey to go get in Nebraska? Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Isn't this also where Eddie's like, I have a confession to make, Cy. <laughs> yeah, this is I've never been to little... Nebraska. Cy <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm like, uh, we've all made yeah. mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> we've all told lies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel unburdened. <laughs> <laughs> I just love all of Ricky, J- Ricky J's delivery on anything. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> incredible. He's so good. Anachronistic, but like, probably, but still incredible. Yeah, I, I'm like... <laughs> For his character, it's mm-hmm. anachronistic in the best way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not like uh, it's clashing with his right. character. Uh, so Joni is heading out. She's all dressed up. She just heads out to Hickok's funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of, you know, says like, oh, you going somewhere? She's like, yeah, I'm leaving. He's like, oh, well, go ahead. You have my permission. You know, he yeah. makes a snide remark about how like, Yes, you may. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, I don't need your goddamn permission. (laughs) This is the beginning of the sort of boss-employee slash peer relationship that they have where the lines aren't so clear. Sai is like a control freak. Joni is 
completely capable of doing it all herself. She yeah. doesn't need size rules or whatever. She's you know self possessed, but he's a control freak. Uh, he makes that you know Josh's conscience struck. Needs to sing a hymn, and Eddie just says she liked Andy. Yeah. <laughs> And Cy does say, like, I did too, which is, a, you know, at least a little bit of a sign of Cy's humanity. Yeah, the briefest possible <laughs> Very brief. glint of his... Uh... He's, he's at least admitting, like, I made this decision, but don't think I didn't like Andy. Yeah. Uh, it still hurts me, but this is what, I ha- what he thinks he has to do. Right. Um, so then we see... Uh, Seth and Saul and Tom Nuttall and the Reverend are, are getting Bill in the casket and loading up the casket in the wagon. Um, on the AV Club's recap, I read a, a really good point where um, the Reverend asks Seth, will you help me with the body? Yeah. Now, he's talking about Wild Bill, like, will you help me, you know, bury him? But in the context of this episode where the whole theme is all the parts ev- of a body. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just as in, well, what was it? Two episodes ago where, uh, Seth is looking out over the camp with wild bill and says, I'll take care of her. You yeah. know, you turn in, I'll take care. I've got her from here. Mm-hmm. Reverend is saying like, are you, will you help me with the, 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 he's not, this isn't like loaded with, uh, double entendre the way his wild bill thing was, but it reinforces the theme of like what the Reverend is asking of Seth in this episode. Trixie, uh, goes to docs and there's, this is, this is another pretty good dynamic of these two characters. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about the show. Just like each character is so perfectly formed. Uh, and they play off each other. They have unique relationships together. That is yes. its own like chemistry that they have, and so it becomes a different character in its own. Like you know, yeah, Jane's you know her dealings with a uh, wild Bill are a different character than her dealings with Charlie, and especially from E. B. You know, there's a different kind of yeah. I, I think I don't remember what show I heard this in reference to, but someone. Uh, made the analogy of creating characters as like chemistry, like you create different solutions and one beaker that's one character. Yeah. Then you do the work of creating another solution, another beaker, that's, and then when you put them together, they make their own reaction. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I love about Deadwood is um, each character is so wonderfully written and perfectly acted mm-hmm. by nearly every single cast member that every scene is a like new delight yeah <laughs> it's like this new like anytime these two characters get together you're like oh oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah she goes to docs and she wants she's got some remedy from when she was quitting uh dope that he she wants to get for alma uh and he i, I love his little setup where he's got this little hanging yeah, like, garden yeah <laughs> it's really really cool uh i kind of wonder like uh, Doc has this kind of ramshackle shack. Yeah. But he makes plenty of money. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's just a thing of like, you have to build your own house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess there aren't really, there There must be someone that'd be like, oh, I'll build a house for you. you yeah. Know? But I don't know. I thought that was interesting to where 
Doc has plenty of money because he's the only doctor. I mean, he's a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) My parents are upset I'm not one for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So get back to the courthouse, the gem slash courthouse. Dan just walks in on a ch- so like during the deliberations, like Al like opens up upstairs uh-huh. to, to work. He's like, <laughs> Dan's like, they're using the hordes room. Like just go upstairs and use yeah. those rooms. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Uh, so he tells a John to like hurry up your business. Like jury's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the jury you get, they they pronounce Jack. Innocent. Uh, Merrick is like, can't believe it. Yeah. Rushes out. Al has a little line like, don't ever knock this camp to me. <laughs> uh, Jack is elated. And he's like looking for everyone to like congratulate Yay. him and lift him on his shoulders. He, like, even tries, he's, he goes to his defense attorney and tries to shake his hand. And he's just like, no. <laughs> he has the dream. He's like, good luck, son. Yeah, and like good walks luck, son. away. Uh, yeah. So that's the beginning of Jack, like, clearly doesn't understand the situation. Um, so from here, we go to my favorite scene of this episode, which is uh, Wild Bill's funeral and the Reverend's sermon. Mr. Hickok will lie beside two brothers. One he likely killed, the other he killed for certain, and he's been killed now in turn. So much blood. And on the battlefields of the Brothers' War, I saw more blood than this, and asked then after the purpose, and did not know, and don't know the purpose now. But know now to testify that, not knowing, I believe. St. Paul tells us, by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jew or Gentile, bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit, For the body is not one member, but many. He tells us, The eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of thee. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble, and those members of the body which we think of as less honorable, all are necessary. He he says that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one to another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. I believe in God's purpose, not knowing it. I ask him, moving in me, to allow me to see his will. I ask him, moving in others, to allow them to see it. Let us sing how firm a foundation as Mr. Hickok has laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Which is just beautiful. And when he goes into that line of like, when one part of the body suffers, the entire body suffers, it cuts between all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of these characters have been affected in different ways by Wild Bill's death. Right. And again, in here, when he's giving the speech, I notice also, it wasn't perfect. I might have been like trying to force the director's uh, hand on this one, but it's a lot of the shots of the people weren't just one shots. Yeah, they were framed by you know other people in the mm-hmm. foreground. Yeah, 
to show that each of these characters that we know individually are still part of mm -hmm. the larger uh, body of the camp. They start to sing. I really like the little song they got going. Yeah. Uh, to keep that in mind for when I die. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> I always thought it was going to be the Beatles in my life, but maybe, <laughs> maybe how firm a foundation. Uh, Jane is up in the hills watching. Mm -hmm. Again, also, another thing, Jane doesn't feel a part. She, you know, that's kind of a sermon that, you know, I don't know if she could hear it or not, but that's kind of, she feels apart from everybody else and feels like, mm -hmm. especially now, she has no purpose now that Bill's gone. Aside from taking care of Andy, that's the only thing, like taking care of others. But at the moment, she's like not walking down with everybody else. And that could either be it's just it's too awful for her to see him like that or that, she, you know, she doesn't feel like she's a part of the quote unquote body. Yeah, that's tr that's an interesting point, because when she goes on her bender, she doesn't go to the, you know, number 10 or the no. gym. She goes out into the woods. Yeah. She gets away from everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and she's still, like, wandering the woods, not wanting to be a part of everything. Yeah. Um, uh, during that time, Merrick shows up, and he does... He, he is, like, doing his goddamn sneezing. I don't know what, <laughs> like, dirt makes him sneeze. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this guy. But he he does manage to, like, hold it in. Yeah. And he goes up and tell Seth that they turned Jack loose. Yeah. I expected a much bigger reaction from Seth. Yeah. Uh, given how mad he gets when he chops lumber. Yeah. <laughs> more than he should needed to or whatever. Um, but yeah, he, Merrick is just like incredulous. Yeah. He just, he doesn't even, he just, he tells him that and then he walks away. Yeah. He's like, they, they turned him loose. Yeah. He's like, fuck all, you know, this reminded me a lot of like, um, you know, the, Merrick obviously represents the press, and a lot of times, when artists write about the press, it is very unflattering. Mm -hmm. uh, they usually turn them into like little weasels, or um, you know, corrupt or something. Right. But and there's also like, uh, especially with like movie critics or something like that. There's oh always God. like, yeah, hearing like filmmakers complain about <laughs> people who criticize their work is like one of the most irritating things yes. for me personally. You're always going to get that man in the arena speech from Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, but, but Milch here is kind of painting Merrick as naive. Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of like, he can't, believe that people don't see like the plain truth yeah which i think is a very refreshing take on the media from a writer yeah and also like given recent events feels very <laughs> yeah cur you know very appropriate yeah like i've seen the sort of merrick reactions in a lot of people in the press <laughs> like well i never yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> Have you no shame, sir? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, man. A lot of people don't. No. <laughs> We're back in the gym, and Jack is really trying to bask in his celebrity. Uh-huh. And he, like, I think he signs a piece of paper, like, gives his autograph to someone. And uh, <laughs> Merrick, Merrick makes a... a he throws some shade at Jack. <laughs> yeah. With, with his toast, like... 
If we all, if we ever have the misfortune to have to kill a man, may we all be tried in this camp, huh? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Sir, have you no shame? Sir. <laughs> uh, but Jack, Jack is like, who's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about me. Mm, I don't wonder who that fella is. Uh, uh, Al comes up to Jack. He's like, it's Jack, right? How you doing, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> Jack's like, give me a drink. And I'll make my mark for you. <laughs> like that's in Al's like, yeah, I'm going to leave a mark on your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if don't you get don't... the fuck out of here, there's a horse outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a horse outside. Get out of here before someone murders you. And if they don't murder you, I'm going to fucking murder you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he <laughs> gives Jack this run for your fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bone chilling. <laughs> Jack's just like, Jack McCall runs for no man. <laughs> he proceeds to run. <laughs> and runs out. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> like, I, I know like this is not the job of the uh, uh, person who does subtitles. Uh-huh. But I really wish it left to like, Jack McCall runs from no man. And then in like brackets, Jack runs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Al used this as a teaching moment for Dan. Yeah. Where he kind of mentions, like, I want you to remember this for when you have your own place. And you kind of go, Aw. Oh, he's got a little mentor. <laughs> Aw. Uh, he tells Dan, like, that type of guy hanging around gets people agitated. It forces them to take a side. They mm-hmm. have to, like, choose one side or the other. Uh, and that <laughs> is <laughs> agitation drives whiskey sales. But sale of cunt and plummets. <laughs> That's like, pay attention to that, uh, English majors. Yeah. Like that sale of cunt plummets. Oof. Oh, boy. Uh, and he makes a, a mention of like, that's why he's wondered if he should take that picture of Lincoln down. Yeah. Which I love because he yeah. doesn't take it down. No. I love that Al's like, fuck you. Abe is the best. Yeah. (laughs) So Jack is on his, uh, horse and Seth and Saul see him ride out. We're back out in the woods and Jane has bought, brought Andy some water. (laughs) Andy looks looks dead. He does look dead. (laughs) So she checks. (laughs) Are you dead? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she get like pour some water in. And this was my, this is, if it's not if it's not the jury will retire to the whores rooms, yeah. it's this one. Like ah, there you are, choking and coughing just like the rest of us. <laughs> so I love good. that. I want yeah, that yeah. like on a coffee mug, choking and coughing like the rest of us. Uh, and here's where like Jane kind of has the same thing as she had with Sophia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where she's just like talking to him, or like he still looks dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and is he she- might as well be because he's just like staring off into the abyss but she unburdens herself yeah i saw him you know burying bill and starts to cry Mm -hmm. uh composes herself like she's unburdened that and then now there's a type of bird i never seen before (laughs) would would you like me to describe it to you (laughs) that was very heartwarming though you know it's this is a recurring thing not just for jane but for Mm -hmm. the show of characters talking to inanimate objects or yeah to people who can't talk back or they can but <laughs> it's been very problematic for them to uh converse with people who will speak back to them mm-hmm. because you know like uh with, with sophia sophia isn't just going to stare at her and she's just you know you know talk she's not going to judge her 
Andy's not going to judge her because she's taking care of him and he is <laughs> very crazy right now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, in a stupor, let's say. Yeah, yeah. And then later, you know, maybe it's because they have a penis in their mouth and they can't yeah. <laughs> talk back. <laughs> yeah. So now we see at the Reverend's tent, this is the first time we see the Reverend have a seizure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> another thing the AV Club's write-up brought out was that if you notice the... Be- opening of the show of the episode all the people were shooing flies off of wild bill's face uh-huh. helping him out but here the reverend's having a seizure and it's nobody's very visible yeah people no. just keep walking yeah like while you're alive we don't give a shit about you yeah <laughs> that's true that's true. like a lot of times society like before you're born and after you die, that's when we're very concerned about your well-being yeah. and your dignity and uh, the sanctity of your life. Yeah. While you're alive, like, you're just another asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I got problems, too. <laughs> I got a wife back home, breaks my balls. I'm not going to put a wooden spoon between your teeth. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so we're back at the hardware store. And Seth is having, like, I read it, he's having a telltale heart moment. Yeah. <laughs> where he's yeah. like, what was that reverend on about? He's a bunch of gibberish. It just doesn't make any sense. It especially sucks, like, because we just saw the reverend, like, yeah. having a seizure. And now Seth's like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's, he's just completely off his rocker. Yeah. And it's like, and Saul is, of course, correct and the best. Because like, does he, does he look pale to you? Yeah, he's Seth like, is furious at this question. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "What? What is it to you?" He's like, "How am I supposed to know if he was pale?" <laughs> like, I don't know. Am I looking at his fucking skin? Like, mm. where the paleness is? Anyway, and there's some very bad acting by. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what if he was? Let's say he was. <laughs> what the fuck difference does that make? It's like, will you shut up about it? <laughs> <laughs> Although he backs it up by a pretty hilarious own. Yeah. <laughs> because what part of my part is yeah. your part? <laughs> is my foot your knee? <laughs> that was pretty, it was pretty good. That's that's pretty good own. Yeah. Uh, so, like but pretty- yeah, there's this, it's this thing of like, he knows exactly what the Reverend was talking about. Yeah, he's but- just being stubborn. He, he's just trying, fighting, fighting so hard not... To kind of take, because he's like, you saw, I asked him, what is your part? Yes. Yeah. And he knows what it is. He knows what he is. He is the hand of law. That mm-hmm. is, you know, that is his part in the society, even though he's like, oh, I'm selling wares, <laughs> beating people up. I'm just a, I'm just a salesman. Like, yeah. you're a horrible salesman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I remember the story from like back when I went to church, they used to talk about it was it was like a you know just like a parable or whatever you want to call it but like it's a story of this one guy that went golfing with billy graham one day and you know they go through like the 18 holes and spend all day golfing and billy graham's there and he, the guy's talking to his friend afterwards like oh, god i just wish billy graham would shut up about you know religion just shutting this down my throat and they're like he didn't say anything about that <laughs> but the guy was just like so conscience struck that yeah 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 and that's what Seth is doing here. He's like, ah. but then you know Saul's kind of like, well, I don't know, I don't know what your part is, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like, it's like we all know. Yeah. Then there's a great moment where he's like trying to walk off, 
And he's like, your suspenders. He's like, God damn it. Because <laughs> he, knows, he knows he's right. And he has to. <laughs> yes. he, he can't deny that. Stops. God damn it. <laughs> There's a YouTube video that mashes up every God damn it from the show Strangers with Candy. <laughs> which is one of my favorite YouTube videos. Yeah. Because Strangers with Candy is one of my favorite shows. Uh-huh. Like their God damn it's on that show are perfect. <laughs> I want to make one of Seth. <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> Maybe him and Jane yeah. together would make a full video. Yeah. But anyway, that's when Seth decides he's going to go kill Jack. And he's like, mm-hmm. you pack a bag for me <laughs> so I can write it. <laughs> Do you think Saul left a little note in, <laughs> yeah. his, in his satchel? Just remember who you are, Seth. <laughs> Don't let anyone talk bad to you. <laughs> Don't let those uh, savages kill you. He just draws a sheriff star <laughs> with with Seth written on it. And of course, Seth is like, "God, what does he do that?" <laughs> but like, puts it in his pocket. Yeah. Uh, when we get a really gross side scene where he asks Jonah, "Like, get that praying out of your system," mm-hmm. and Joni starts kissing. Yeah. This she's she's washing mm-hmm. a couple of. Well, this is this is the start of. Um, I mean, this is driving home that the notion that you know the body needs all these parts for the rest of the episode. It's characters helping out another character, where Joni's washing the whores, and then you get um, you know Jane, Jane taking, ca- care of taking care of Andy, and Trixie cares for Alma, and <laughs> Saul, Saul taking care of Seth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. You basically, it's all you know. The, the theme of the episode is coming together with this that these are parts of the body that are working together. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I had that written down. It's like a montage. Like you, you connected that before I did because I just started with Jane taking care of Andy. But uh, yeah, there was. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? It was one of the rare episodes that doesn't end with Al and his Alan PJs. PJs. <laughs> uh, I saw something else today, which made me go, ah, apparently each episode is supposed to take, uh, to happen over the course of one day. Huh. So, like, from the beginning of the day to the end, I'm like, oh, well, that explains why Al's in his jam jams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so that's... Episode five, the trial of Jack McCall. I think this is, I think we just said that like here was a man was like the first masterpiece of the show. Mm-hmm. But then this is like a masterpiece that is then setting up the thesis of the show. Yeah. Uh, and I, I skipped over this, another quote from, um, uh, Jim Beaver who plays Ellsworth. Uh, he says, uh, David Milch uses, that scripture from Corinthians about the parts of the body in real life. On several occasions, I heard him refer to it, talking to the cast about the about either the relationships of the characters or our collegial work as artists. Uh, his deep and detailed and immediate recall of Christian scripture is, in my experience, quite unusual for someone raised as a non-Christian, but David paints the world's literature for gold, regardless of the source of the stream. Anyway, that's you can see why this was an important... Uh, uh, important show for him, and like uh, I'm just I'm just picturing because there's always Jim Beaver. I'm just picturing him taught like Jim Beaver like sifting for gold <laughs> in the river, talking to the dog. It's transcribed on as a Facebook comment. Right. David Milch is a real genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's episode five. I like it. I yeah, like me it too. It's it's a good one. 
Uh, any final thoughts? Any Jerry Springer <laughs> parting thoughts? <laughs> no. All right, folks. Well, that is it for this week. Be sure to check us out on uh, Mockingbird's website, mockingbirdnetwork.com. You can find our Twitter. We have a Twitter account. I try to uh, get my dank memes on there. Uh, and a couple, you know, um, interesting articles and whatnot. That's at Deadwood Pod. Uh, it's just unauthorized cinnamon is the name of it. But it, the call sign or whatever is at Deadwood Pod. Uh, while you're at Mockingbird, check out our other uh, podcasts. There's my other podcast about baseball throwing junk. Check out Relationship, Polly Want a Podcast, The Stacks, uh, all this and more. Uh, until next week, thanks for uh, listening and go to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe if you like it. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Mocking Bird Network.